Hello guys, welcome to another edition of Hanging Out with Black Friendly. Well, today is actually the first episode of the year 2021 and I promise to be giving it to you back to back. Well, today isn't going to be like our normal regular type of podcast. Today is going to be soul therapy. Well, I'm going to be giving and telling you what happened to me throughout last year and it's given me a reason to live and achieve better this year so get your pen and paper down and listen to this stay tuned hello welcome back well, I hope you guys got your pen and paper is ready because it's going to be epic. So today I'm going to give you a dose of soul therapy. But first, happy new year to everyone out there. Merry Christmas in areas. I hope, although I didn't do a Christmas special for you guys, which I'm sorry. So today we're going to be talking about. Facing challenges around. Well, throughout the month of throughout the month of December, yes, if I get throughout the month of September, October, November, December, I was ill very critically. I was critically ill. So I happened to have malaria and typhoid. It's migraine, which was very bad for young boy teenager. So during the, that time I was ill, I could tell you that I actually sensed death. I felt death. But at that moment, I was I prayed to God. My mind was like, God is not going to hear you. But I told myself, no. You know, everybody sees me. I'm this type of person that people sees me as someone that, okay, he doesn't go to church or this thing. I go to church, but I don't do it regularly. This is me being fair and honest here. It's me being fair and honest to, to everyone out there. And mostly, if the times come and pray, I'm always running. But the way I actually have belief in God I think my faith is more stronger than people that are even pastors I was close to death I saw myself going out of this world but as again I held God I had different temptations from the devil himself no much going deep, deep into that gospel aspect but I'm just trying to prove Everything we are doing in this life as human beings, God is the number one. So during that, I was surrounded with friends and friends. There's one between friends and a friend. A friend is someone who's been with you through thick and thin. The dead do you guys apart. Friends. Just for years of sake, sake. It's just for fun. 
and another thing is the way this our life is I call it I call this life a coin it's two-sided it's two-faced don't know where oh my God. on land tomorrow is if you are being flipped by life itself. If life is going to flip, flip you. For example, the coin has a head and a tail. This head and a tail is you basically. Now imagine that it is being, when the coin is being flipped in football matches, they do do it. They have to choose maybe the head or tail. People say there's probability that it's it's to fall on the head. Same applies to human life. You don't know where you are going to be flipped and where you are going to use to land. land where, what area or what situation you are going to land yourself in tomorrow. One thing I love is if you know what you are doing, you love it. Do it. Don't try to live your life to please somebody. I made that mistake. A thousand times and I had to learn it the hard way I made the mistake a thousand times I had to learn it the hard way because being too serious for me is a crime and is unhealthy there's difference between being serious and being focused if you're focused, you can still have time to have fun and make good use of the remaining parts of the time. Have fun, do this, do this. But if you tend to just have that particular quality, seriousness, life is going to be boring. And I'm the type of person. I'm a social kind of guy. I hate to go where it's dull and leave it dull like that. It has, the place has to be lively. That is my life. And I too am a. I classify myself as a a a, a savior in that aspect. I classify myself as a savior because I come and I redeem people. I, okay, let's say I'm a redeemer. I hate to see when an individual is being bullied, insulted, or is being preyed upon because of. Maybe inability to talk is very child sad. Now this is why I come in. I come and I give you this confidence boost. Then, funnily, funny, and magically, it works. I myself would be like, "Wow, it works! Oh, it works!" But to be actually serious, it works. So let me tell you a story. This is about me. No names mentioned. There's this girl I met. I wouldn't lie. I liked her. But I'm the type of person that I don't really rush into things. I like taking it slowly, even if it takes me months. I met her, I found out how she was. We do talk before, but it wasn't that much. Then all of a sudden, because I left the place I was with her before, and when I came back, I just had this motivation to go and talk to her. It was like, divine, this is your next piece of work. You really need to go and 
life in this person. Like the oppression from other people is too much. It's too much. Like they 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 bully her, they make her feel like nobody. So I went down. We started talking, and very very. And surprisingly, she opened up. Like I'm type of person that some people do call me a problem solver. I, I I've been in most cases that I'll just be walking on the road and I see a stranger. He'll come and be like, "I want to tell you my problem." Like this is not me blind. This is just the for ask the, the the truth. So surprisingly, she opened up to me. And she, we started talking. I never asked any question, but the opening was just coming, coming. And there was a day I was in need. And this girl I'm telling you about offered me a help that till today I won't forget it. Even if what I have done in return is enough to pay, but I won't forget it in the next coming years. Because at that moment, people I call friends, remember, people I call friends left me. So, we're talking, we talked and talked and talked, before we still became still coming closer. And you won't lie to me. Every guy is a witness to this, or even a girl. If you spend much time with somebody, you start getting affection for the person. That is my life. That is life, and that is actually my life, Sham. Then I, like, went up straight ahead and asked her, told her about myself and my feelings. Well, at that moment, it was, I didn't want to commit too much in it. I didn't want to commit myself much into it at that moment i just wanted a yes or no reply and she gave me this um this kind of no she's not interested she has things to do that she wants to oh yeah and like remember when i first started the podcast i said there's difference between being serious and being and having focus being focused yeah so I talked to her like, first of all, you're a human being. You're not a robot. You have to make out time for yourself. And especially a girl. You can't just continue doing something 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours, every day, every week, every year. I know it's a good thing, but too much of everything, as they say, in quotes, it's not good. So at that moment, she was like, "Okay, back to back to back to when I asked her about my feelings," and she was like, um, "Well, uh, she was like, I don't have time for it, and I'm serious, blah blah blah." I'm like, "Okay," and I left. Well, we still talked. Then, by adventure, she came and talked to me and was like, for what I told her that day, that she's interested 
in me and she has feelings and i was like ha damn well you told me that day that you're interested she's like she is but she wants it to be in a coded form style on code i was like okay i didn't know much about relationships because at that at why growing up i didn't actually put much mind or thought in it so i don't know much about it so it was my first i said okay let's go then throughout all this i practically started helping her i actually devoted my whole time to her I never one day cheated on any how with anybody. I became free. I had to open my phone to her. Everything, my account, social media accounts. She had her sex. Then three nights after that, she woke me up again. I was like, "Hey, dude, look, I'm not interested again." I was like, "What?" I was like, "What the fuck?" She was like, it's not a business. I said, okay. Thank God I didn't put, I didn't commit myself much in it. You know, one thing about love is it has to be mutual. It has to be mutual. It doesn't have to be you killing yourself. And that's why I made the mistake a thousand times and I don't want to do it again. I learned it the hard way. Okay, why are you talking with this girl? She told me about her past boyfriends, her first love, left her, that they didn't actually stay long, that he just like traveled to a foreign country. That, but it's not as if they broke up, they just traveled, they didn't talk again. Then she met the second guy, the one played her and left. Then she met me. I was like, okay, if your first love comes back today, are you going to leave me? I was like, no, she won't. I said, okay, this is before we asked ourselves out. Because this is after I asked ourselves out and she gave me an answer three days later, after I told her and she told me no. So, I told you three days after she came back and told me, yeah, let's date. And that three days, like, everything was just happening in a three-day interval, time interval. Okay, three days again, she told me she's not interested. I was like, what? night time i was still happy i didn't come in myself then she came back again and told me that she's interested but i should wait for her i was like what we are here and you're telling me to wait for you and for me it wasn't okay i decided okay everything in this life is slow it's a gradual process man Guys, I had to wait. I had to wait for almost six months. Okay, during these six, four, six months, I was with her. I practically took care of her. I wouldn't say I actually did all the whole work, but I knew what I did. And I'm not bragging on it because that is not who I am. I was trained to help 
anybody in need. But I overdid it. I overdid it. I overhelped. I didn't allow it to be something you do equally. I had to do pass. And it was becoming too much because I myself, I didn't have enough, but I was giving too much. Because this particular girl, I trained, I redeemed her, I made her who she is. And when she got her confidence boost, I was able to fight for herself. She started using those those words against me. Those that confidence against me. But one of my guns that I'm not I can't take her back to her shyness. I decided to enjoy everything. Then takes me back to my sickness story. I was sick during that time and she was like one of the people that took care of me but I noticed something I think it might not be true I'm doing based on on I'm, doing, I'm saying it based on observation because that's how I work so during that moment of illness her commitment to my illness was not I, I, I was expecting it more than people I didn't know and I'm not very close to gave me more attention to her she just had to be at that spot so no one would say put a blaming finger on her and be like he's to st- he stays with her all day and he's sick and she couldn't even come to the hospital. I don't know, but I think that is what happened. But if you hear the rest of the story, you too follow with my observations. So I noticed the whole drama. People come the ones that took that I didn't know that took me to with her to the hospital. There were three girls and a boy. She's the first, another one, and the third girl and a guy. I three girls and a guy. The, the two girls and a guy were always giving me this attention. And she just stood there. But I didn't put it because I was very ill. Okay. I just left the hospital and the doctor said I had a problem that I have gas in my tummy, excess gas, because I, I drank soft drinks too much. Because of, I told you before, I, I was helping someone when I myself has not had enough. The doctor said I need to eat. I'm not eating, I'm starving myself. My parents were worried. The same money to take care of myself. I still use it in that same condition to cater for this girl. I pretty much actually loved her. My best friend knew about this because she's the type of person that 
I never let her off on any detail in my life. Because she has been a big, the biggest help to me. She's more than a friend. She's a sister. She heard about it. I was like, wow, divine. She's okay. Go with her. My friend had to even come all the way from the neighboring state she's staying to come and see me and see her. And when she saw her, I expected the reception. Like, wow, it's, um, you are his friend. You do talk about, oh, I've heard so much about you. But it was the reception was not there. Okay, my friend came was like, let's go to her place where she stays and talk. I took my friend there. She made my friend decide even because me and my friend were talking. We have not seen ourselves in a long time. We're talking. It's over to stay with us. Then listen what we thought, then instead start talking with her. Just left the room and went to another of her friends' room and stayed there. My friend was like, ah, What's up? Ah, where is she now? I came here to see her. I was like, ah. I said, I just saw her now. Then I went and saw her in, in, in the next person talking, playing. I was like, what? I vexed. I was like, Jesus. I left and came back. I said, hey, let's get the fuck out of here. Okay, we left. And my friend was angry, but she didn't show it. She's this type of person that, in a way, she said, ah, it's not my business. Eh? But she told me to go ahead, despite the whole thing. Okay, I was sick in the hospital. I went to the hospital the first time and I went back home. And I was feeling a little better because I had food. So, during that time, I was talking with my friend. My friend called on the phone. Then there's a day me and this girl when they were talking the night. Because I do happen to stay in the same room with her. So, we're talking, and all of a sudden, she gave me this talk. I was like, she wants to talk to me. I was like, okay, no problem. Then she came and was like, everything I thought we had, that it is a joke. That she has been playing me since I've been believing a lie. Damn. I was like, fuck. I was shattered. I didn't know what to do. I did just don't know what to do. The only means to tell you that you are leaving. She told you before you should wait for her. I decided to be because I liked and she told me that I've been living a lie. My friend heard this and was very angry, insulted. Her, her, her senior sisters had to get involved because we were like a family while growing up. And they told me to leave her alone. They told me leave her. And I I couldn't, I didn't listen. That's why I said I, I made the mistake a thousand times and I had to learn the hard way. I didn't listen. So to round this story up, I didn't listen. After the whole 
provocation from my friend to her. She came back begging me and my friend. And out of my kind heart, I still accepted. And we still got back to the waiting phase. Okay, we were good for some weeks. And we had a little argument. My friend called me and was like, I need to take this call. I like went outside to take it. Because when we are talking, we do like to do it privately. She's supposed to understand though. Then I left the room. I came back and found out she was angry. I was like, what's the problem? Did I offend you? Then before that little thought became an argument. I promised myself in this life, if my father didn't hit my mother, I wouldn't hit any girl. But this girl used me as a punching bag. I was just recovering from illness. She beat me like a kid, was punching me, giving me blows on my head, used chair to hit on my back, using stuff to wipe me on my, using belt to hit me, using her hand to hit me just on my head. I was able to hold her hand, I was like, it's okay, it's enough. I sit her down and talk to her. After I talked to her, so a few moments later, as I got up, I fainted. They rushed me to the hospital again. The doctor said, what's wrong, what's wrong? He looked at me and checked everything. I was like, Jesus, I'm having migraine. That is not common in kids, it's an adult. He begged me that I should rest. I said, he told me what happened. I said, I don't know, sir. I just had this little concussion. And bah. I was like, no, no, no. I said, that is the truth. So I was feeling a little dizzy and boom, I just fell down. I didn't know when I even got to the hospital. And I was looking at her and I was crying. I was like, look at what she put, the state she put me in. Because I, I had to go to the hospital, I had to take shots, injections. I took four of it on, at that spot. With drips. Two big one and three small one at a spot. What did I do? I called my friend and I was crying. I was like, My look, I'm in the hospital. I was like, I told her, Look, I'm in the hospital. What is all this? She was, she was crying. I was like, Divine, what, who did this to you? I said, It's, it's her. She was like, Divine, divine, divine. She said, Divine, look what you are doing to yourself. Do you want to die because of love? She came back, being the girl, and begged me. My, name told me, my friend told me to leave her. I didn't. I think he forgave a monster. I had to forget. A, a forgive a monster still I still had to do it I had no other choice we go back together we started talking then it was time for me to go back for the summer break as the Christmas break and 
she told me we talked we talked we talked and it was like it's five months already i won't be official yet she was like let me go and come back and i left for my own states the next day then when i left my states we were talking we were talking we called each other and after some after some time i had problems with my phone so i couldn't be able to call her for like a week or so but after i got my service back i still made sure i called then one night earlier this year when i was chatting her i was texting her on whatsapp i was like i'm sorry oh. and she was like it's okay that she has moved on i was shocked i was like ah, moved on from here and she told me her guy is back and his text and he's always monitoring her messages i was like fuck who the guy like i said come again i don't really understand i think it's autocorrect from your keyboard she said that guy is back jesus i first laughed i'm like she's actually serious and i was very angry i was very very angry but i told myself that i was like dude dude wake up she's meant for you after all so you're just a local pig you decide to domesticate so you're just a pig you decide to clean didn't know you should go back to that dirty mode because i classify her as that aspect the pig is what i call her because i washed her from the dirtiness on her body made her whole and put her to a standard but she left that standard and went back to the mud i was like okay it's all right no problems i didn't stress it much because i knew what i was planning to do my friend told me divine don't commit this guy isn't for you I didn't listen. That's why I'm trying to tell you today. This is why you jot things down. Don't. Don't. First of all, okay, let's start with like this. First of all, anything you are doing in this life, or anything you do for somebody, don't expect anything in return. Because there's this popular saying my mom did tell me like anybody you think each and every one of any person you meet or any individual you meet and you, you you do something like a favor for him, expect words back from him because you don't is is in maybe if the population of the world is hundred is ninety nine point nine percent. 99.9% won't give you or return that back that favor. We want to appreciate you. 
is only one percent will come back and give you appreciation so anything you do you are doing for someone that's number one anything you do for someone expect worse from the person secondly in any relationship you are you find yourself or you are about to enter don't commit yourself without knowing that the other party is committed if you just blindly go into it when this person is giving you this attitude don't then you are going to fail so if you really want a successful relationship make sure the commitment is mutual it doesn't have to be you giving it your all it's no it's no marriage even in marriage at the time when it's too much the issue is divorce it divorces that is when divorce comes in number three don't blindly help without you having enough for yourself i never said it's a bad thing to give it's the best thing in this life because giving you see giving as stress but giving comes back with favors so if you are giving do it with wisdom and sense don't overdo it it was my mistake and i regret it today don't overdo it and make sure the person you are given is really someone in need of it don't overdo your help you are still just learning you are still just a teenager trying to live through his teenage years Number three, don't actually say much about yourself to someone you think isn't ready for you in a relationship. The moment you start giving out your secret and be like, I trust her, we'll be girlfriend, we'll be boyfriend, that person using it as a weapon against you. I'm a victim. But I'm happy today that, wow where i am today and fuck i was i thank god i didn't say out mine but in my own aspect mine was what i gave out was that confidence and it was just as a weapon against me so don't say much about your secret and your goals to someone you don't that person you think you want to get unless every i the key to every relationship is mutual it has to be mutual that word mutual in quote it has to be mutual if it isn't then forget about it it's not there's nothing is going to go there's nothing you're going to get out of that relationship it has to be mutual this is still you reach of trust and you'll be like you can trust this person with your life that's how i trust my best friend she's the only person i can tell anything that's going on with me I try to give this girl 
in my story that that part that trust i gave my friend i wanted to give it to her but i thank god that god didn't want it like that and he made me experience it <coughs> number four yeah i don't know if i lost count number four don't get into a relationship out of pity it's very risky and bad it's very very risky and bad because tomorrow you'll be a, 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 a an object of mockery so don't go into a relationship out of pity number five make sure you value all human beings value everyone especially the ones that did something for you when you are you are you are in dire situation and always listen to that one person that keeps lamenting about something because there was sometimes i actually got speaking through them so i have to listen to it if you can follow this five step i i bet your relationship will be as strong as ever and you'll be very wise. So that is all I have to say today. Well, let's go on a short break. A short music break. Come back later. It's our party, we can do what we want. It's our party, we can say what we want. It's our party, we can love what we want. We can kiss what we want. We came to have so much fun now Help somebody here, might get some now If you're not ready to go home Can I get a hell no? Cause we gonna go all night Till we see the sunlight Yeah, 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 yeah. So la da di da di, when we like to party, dancing with my lady, do 
It's our house, we can love who we want to It's our song, we can sing if we want to It's my mouth, I can say what I want to Hello guys, welcome back. That was Weekend Stop by Miley Cyrus, a very great song, courtesy Google and YouTube. It so, that's what I'm saying. Um, thank you for listening or jotting down what I said before we went on the short break. And for, trust me, it will work for you. If I can be able to realize that now, it will work for you. And that particular person that is a friend, I always neglect listening to that particular person, that friend. Because anytime he's lamenting on something, it's actually worth it. You actually what she's lamenting on. You are what what she's lamenting on. She doesn't, she, she doesn't cherish you, she won't want you to listen to that friend. Thank you for joining me on this edition of Soul Therapy. Happy New Year, guys. Thank you. It's your favorite boy, Black Friendly, on your favorite show, hanging out with Black Friendly. Thank you very much for listening.